Welcome to the Unfiltered Teacher Podcast, an honest commentary about teaching from a 29-year veteran teacher who has recently retired. Why is that important? Because I can speak about the truth in teaching without repercussions. Join me as we talk about the real side of teaching. Hello, teacher friends, and welcome to the Unfiltered Teacher Podcast. Today, for the month of December, I am giving you the gift of happiness. We're going to be talking about the how of happiness and how to get it. So, what is happiness? For this podcast, we're going to define happiness as joy, contentment, well-being, really a meaningful and worthwhile life. Something I want you to think about, materialism is not happiness. It has actually been shown to be a strong predictor of unhappiness. So we're not talking about going out and buying that new Louis Vuitton purse, ladies. And if you find a friend talking about such things, you know that they are not zoning in on what will make them truly happy. So what determines happiness? Well, 40% of our happiness is determined by intentional activity. That's a huge number. If you want your life to be happier, there are strategies and things you can do to bring that happiness into your life. Only 10% is circumstances. That is crazy to me because, you know, anytime I've been unhappy or depressed or anxious, I've always blamed it on my circumstances. And that's only 10%. And then 50% is your natural set point. So where you find yourself always falling back to your level of happiness in your day-to-day life. Why is it important to be happy? Well, there's a lot of reasons, actually. To be sociable, energetic, you're actually more likely to get married and stay married the more happy you are. You'll have more friends. You'll be more resilient when faced with hardship, more productive in your job. And I also think that the more happy you are, the easier it is to let go of things in your job that are not necessary, that are not required for you to do a good job. A stronger immune system, you will earn more money, you'll be physically healthier, and you'll live longer. And I think we all want to do the live longer parts. So let's look at some myths that you might not be aware of. Some people believe, and I have to admit, I was probably one of these for a long time, happiness must be found. Don't be the person who's waiting for the right things to happen in order for you to be happy. If you're not happy today, you're not going to be happy tomorrow. You have to take your life in your own hands and take action. Remember, 40% of your happiness is determined by intentional activity. Happiness is not out there to find. It's inside us. We have to change and manage our state of mind. That's the big one. Happiness must not be found. It's inside of us. And taking that intentional action is 40% of our happiness. Another myth. Happiness lies in changing my circumstances. It's another myth that I believed. This is when you get caught up thinking, I'll be happy if, or I'll be happy when. Why are you waiting for happiness? Our circumstances have the least impact on our happiness. Remember, that was only 10% of an effect on our happiness. 
no matter how positive, no matter how stunning your circumstances are, it's only 10% of our happiness. You know, this explains why celebrities and people who have millions, even billions of dollars, aren't necessarily happy. When my children were very little, my husband and I had a conversation and we agreed that one of us would stay home with our children if we got pregnant with our second child. And we were blessed with a second child and I had better insurance. So my husband is the one who stayed home with the kids and we did not have any extra money. Honestly, going out to eat once a month when I got paid was the big deal at our house and it was McDonald's. Thank God for Redbox because they came out with the dollar movies around that time and that was our main form of entertainment as far as watching a new movie or that type of thing. We did go on trips, but they were super cheap. We live in Missouri, so St. Louis was a really nice cheap trip. If I could find an economical hotel, the zoo is free, the science center is free, the art museum's free, the parks are free. So we really lived on a budget. And I remember thinking, oh man, I would really love to take some big trips. I would really love to travel. But you know what? We do take big trips now and they are amazing, but they made me no more happy than those trips to St. Louis with my children, my husband and my father-in-law. Those were some amazing memories. So it's not going to change how happy you are once you get more money to take bigger trips or once the kids grow up a little bit so you don't have to run around and chase toddlers. None of that's going to matter. It's the memories you make and the love and enjoyment you put into the moment. That's what really matters. So stop waiting for happiness in your circumstances. Another myth. And again, I'm guilty of this one. You either have it or you don't. You either have happiness or you don't. Growing research is demonstrating that we can overcome our genetic programming. You can use strategies to make yourself more happy. And that's what we're going to be discussing in this series of podcasts is different strategies that you can use in your life to make yourself more happy. Because Teachers, I know teaching is so stressful. I know that there are days that you feel worn out, no energy. You just want that glass of wine when you get home. And let's try to use some strategies that can help whenever you're having a bit of a rough day, that can help you turn it around, maybe without the help of wine. I don't know. It, it, sometimes that's a hard sell. The last thing I want to talk about in this just really quick introduction of our happiness unit for December is hedonic adaptation. And this is really the villain when it comes to happiness. I want you to think of hedonic adaptation as your happiness set point. It's your general tendency to return to a set level of happiness despite life's ups and downs. Now, if you're having a bad day, hey, then it's a good thing, right? Because you're going to return to your happiness set point. It just may take a little bit, but you're going to bounce back. 
Let's say you're having a wonderful, exciting day that just makes you insanely happy. Know too that you're going to go back down to your normal happiness set point. Humans become insensitive to new stimuli and quickly readjust to an emotional baseline. Hedonic shifts like relocation, marriage, job changes, they'll make you happier for a time, but only a short time. We always adapt to positive changes in our lives. So one example, and this is materialistic in a sense, I guess. Uh, When I bought my new car, I have a Chevy Blazer. I love it. Uh, I feel like it's a very safe car. It gets around really good in all kinds of weather. It has all the bells and whistles on it that my old Chevy Traverse didn't have because it's just too old for the new technology. So when I got my Chevy Blazer, I loved driving it. I felt like I was in a really posh environment. I was kind of spoiled. And that car had things that none of the rest of our cars had. So I really felt like I was top dog when it came to the car I drove. I even had people ask me how much I paid for it, where I got it, how did I get such a good deal. So I was really, really proud of my car. But I would have to tell you, it may have lasted a month or two months. But then after that, it's just a vehicle, right? You get used to all the bells and whistles. And it's no longer something that brings you that much joy, even though it brought me so much joy when I first bought it. That's something to think about. Another example I could give you is when we go on trips. I would have to say, and this is weird, I know, I'm just going to embrace my weird, and I hope you embrace it with me. I love to plan trips. That is my favorite part. Like, we're, my husband and I are going on a 30th anniversary cruise in March, and I'm sending him videos of our room and the different amenities to this class we're sailing. And I'm pretty excited. I'm going to start looking at excursions and buying those. I just looked at all the hotels we're going to stay in before the cruise. And I picked that out. And so that planning and that anticipation, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the trip too. I enjoy taking the pictures and doing the excursions and eating together and all of those things. But when we're done with the trip, I would have to say that the anticipation of the trip and the planning of the trip are probably my favorite parts, even though I absolutely love making memories on trips, especially cruises. Our family just loves cruises. So I would have to say when I'm planning the trip, it lasts that entire time. And then when I'm on the trip, that's only a week. That that goes by so fast. But the happiness I get from planning it, that lasts months and months. So eventually, after the trip, after I get back home, I'm right back to my set level of happiness. And that's hedonic adaptation. And that's going to happen for all of us, no matter what, what brings you joy. And you know there are things out there that bring you joy. So not necessarily a homework assignment, But I would challenge you, make a list of things that bring you joy, things you enjoy doing, things you love doing with maybe it's certain people. Like there are certain things I love doing with my daughter that my my son would not even consider. Make a list for yourself. And during December, every week, I want you to do something that makes you happy because we're going to take that action. Remember, 40% of our happiness comes from 
intentional activity. So this month of December, every week, let's throw in some intentional activity of something that makes you happy. One of my things is a bath with the door shut, nobody bothering me. If you have little biddies at home, that might be a little harder for you. You might have to have a husband help out with that. Another thing I enjoy doing is going out to eat with my husband. He loves it. That's like his favorite thing to do. I also like driving around and looking at houses and property and things like that. Even though I'm very happy in the home we have, that's another thing that makes me happy. Maybe talk to your girlfriends. Find out what makes them happy. Maybe you can steal a few things off of their list. But no matter what... Let's be intentional in December. One intentional thing a week because intentional activities are 40% of our happiness. So I'm wishing all of you the best during this crazy month of December. This is going to be our self-care month. We're going to be taking care of us and putting us first. I know it sounds hard, ladies, but you've got to do it because your happiness depends on it. I hope you drop in again next week for our next section on happiness. I also want to give a shout out to my daughter, Hope, who has started her own new podcast called My Infertility Journey. So if you're a teacher dealing with infertility in your life, she is going to talk about her own experience and interview people who are also going through the same journey. Check out her new podcast. Thank you for listening, teacher friends. Take care.